start, and I guess for anyone watching, what is it uh, you do? So uh, right now I'm so I studied uh, biochemistry, and uh, now I'm working as a research associate at a genome engineering company. Um, and basically what I do is I, I take cells, we get orders and I take cells and I modify their DNA using uh, CRISPR case nine technology. Case nine? Case nine. Is that like the ninth case? There were like eight before so, that. So basically, um, cheers, by like, the way, cheers, thanks for, for uh, sure. doing the podcast with me. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> so basically, um, well, like case nine is the reason it's a big deal and I'm interested in it is because it's like this newer technology or system rather that lets you modify genes in living cells almost effortless, effortlessly. Mm. Like before if you could do it, but let's say if you're taking like um, a stem cell or any mammalian cell line, it would maybe take you up to like two or three weeks to actually get the modification done and stable inside a cell line. But with CRISPR, it's uh, really a matter of hours. So. We were able to do it before, but now it's just now a lot it's just faster. super, super faster. Can we do more with it too? Or? Yeah, no, no. So right now it's at a point where we basically <clears throat> just use it for like genetic engineering, modifying DNA and stuff. But you can essentially use it for things like creating tests for different, uh, like COVID tests. A lot of them are CRISPR based. Um, but even just the genetic modification part of it enough is like broad enough. If people are even using it now for medicine delivery. Um, <clears throat> so I guess it makes more sense if like I describe what it really is and then how it's functions, uh, in a sense. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so when you, when you have a cell line, um, and you want to modify its DNA, essentially the, the reason you would want to do that is because let's say a marijuana, marijuana plant sure. cell, right? So inside a cell, uh -huh. everything is essentially controlled by the proteins that are being produced inside the cell. Right. Because the cell's producing proteins, proteins to do and a those bunch of proteins jobs. are doing jobs of different types. <coughs> so everything down to uh, eye color, from height, from any like tangible feature, and even a lot of untangible features, even things like aggression, stuff like that have been linked to uh, pretty strong links to like what proteins are expressed in your uh, in your cells. Even okay. the different cell types are different because they express different proteins. And can do people get that information by like? Extracting blood and doing a blood blood test. Yeah, or? you can extract any tissue, and you basically do this thing called sequencing, where you take out the DNA, uh -huh. you extract it, and then uh -huh. you read the DNA. So DNA just has those base pairs, the um, and are ACTG. you when you read it, are you reading all the genes or just the genes that express themselves? So you, it depends. Like it, it takes a long time to read an entire like organisms DNA even one cell's entire DNA takes a long time yeah because doesn't the information in one cell have everything everything it has right. every single thing in it right so if you wanted to read like that reason why like the human <coughs> genome project was such a big deal was because back in that day like sequencing every single letter of a human DNA was like a really big feat and it's still not like something to necessarily trivialize like the process uh, used to read yeah, the DNA. Yeah, I remember that was like the goal. That was yeah, like... that was like a, a big milestone in genetics. Um, but yeah, you do these chemical reactions and you use this uh, different types of machines and it basically gives you the exact sequence and you can either use it to look at a specific segment of DNA that you're interested in. Like you think this gene is here or a few genes you might want to study are here. Mm -hmm. Sequence that or you can sequence the entire thing and compare it. So like evolutionary studies, a lot of them use DNA analysis where they're like genome different animals. 
and looking at how close their DNA is, they can take out their ancestry and stuff like that. Got it. So, like, you can, the reason they know that dinosaurs and chickens are, like, related closely is because their DNA is very similar in a lot of ways. Right. Not just right. structurally, but even just the way it folds and, like, stuff like that. It right. maintains itself. So, uh, what CRISPR case 9 is, is that it's actually taken from bacteria. There's this special type of bacteria that produces these proteins, and these proteins are used to modify its own DNA when the bacteria gets attacked by a virus, by a bacteriophage. So viruses... Wait, the proteins modify their own DNA? So the proteins are produced by this bacteria. Yeah. And the proteins, that, which is the Cas9 bacteria, I guess, uh-huh. um, is what the bacteria uses to make itself immune to different viruses. So, so the way it, can it does make it... proteins to develop immunities for itself. That, that's a lot of times how immunity is developed in anything. Uh, it's, again, just through the expression of proteins. Right, that's how our own antibodies Antibodies are made by work. proteins and are, like, protein-based as well. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and once it finds, like, a certain shape of protein, maybe? maybe? Yeah, depending on what you're doing. Is a germ like a protein? A germ is like a cell. So, like, a single, a like, an E. coli. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so like the picture a lot of people see of like the E. coli <coughs> cell, E. coli mm -hmm. or single cellular, so like one mm -hmm. E. coli cell is one cell, right? Mm -hmm. But um, viruses, when they infect you, they basically put their own DNA into your DNA, and that's like what you consider an infection, a viral infection, is when that process happens. So what bacteria do is they change, can change those sequences of DNA, and that way like the virus, because the virus is again protein-based, virus is just a protein in a shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just, it uh, just exactly it has a plasmoid. That. So it just disrupts oh, no, that's that bacteria. Gene. Bacteria has have the, the plasmids. Plasmid. Yeah, those are like circular DNA. So we'll, right. we'll, yeah, virus like we doesn't have that. that. Virus, virus just has naked DNA. Naked DNA. Just it's just DNA floating around in and there. like a shell. Scary. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it, uh, the case nine will change that DNA sequence. So then, when the virus is produced, it's like a non-functioning virus because okay. that one strand of protein that the virus needs. Like, the sequence has changed, so it doesn't work anymore. The right. genes expressed don't work anymore. Right. So, on the, I guess an important part I should have said first is, like, the way the DNA translates to a gene and to a protein. So, your, the letters on the DNA, you can organize them into, into like, sections of three. Mm -hmm. And those three genes are called a codon. Mm -hmm. So, these combinations of codons um, assemble in certain ways, like, structurally, like, different combinations. And when they're read through a, by a process uh, called transcription, they're turned into RNA by proteins. That's whole protein process. And then the RNA is turned into another protein through translation, which is again protein. Um, I guess protein moderated. Proteins are the ones fucking shit up there. Yeah. And then it goes to other parts of the cell and becomes like a functioning protein. Oh, whoa. So, so it it's, I think you can think of it as like one gene translates to like a protein each gene is a protein that's that's one way of that's like a basic one on one each set of three genes or each three doesn't have to be three genes oh. the three letters three letters yeah like three pairs of letters yeah three pairs on of a letters. double strand is mm -hmm. a codon is a codon yeah and then those codons is that a single protein or no 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 the gene is the protein and then the codon so you'll have like be a, few a multiple codons. and the, they can vary in length yeah yeah so the codons are just three and yeah. then you can have different combinations of codons 
that are a gene. And each gene is like a different size. Every gene is almost a different size. And each different codon, each different group of three corresponds to a certain... It's just a way something. to organize it, in a sense. Oh, so it doesn't even like translate to something that happens biologically. It's just something we're doing to organize it. I think it's something that lines up with biology. Because well RNA, enough. don't they do? They do three at a time, right, or something, or no? Yeah, you can. You, some pe some organisms like they can work on three RNAs at a time, making th making three RNAs into a protein at one time. Like the protein that we use, humans use, for example, mm -hmm. has like three chambers. So the way the RNA again, it looks a lot like DNA. It's the same thing. It's a double helix, not a, but it's not. Um, it's single stranded. Yeah. Right. It just kind of like like a zipper goes down that ladder yeah and it has like three chambers so it's it's kind of like finishing one off working on one and starting a new one all at the same time mm -hmm. um that's crazy wait so so it does that on different parts of like a single rna strand a single rna strand it'll work on it'll work on like different codons at a time in a sense a single rna strand will? a single ribonucleotide which is the protein that reads the rna uh-huh will like read a codon at a time of yeah. the gene yeah so it'll read like three letters at a time if you get what i mean right so okay, that's kind so of how the, that's why three. we use three in okay. a sense yeah 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 right? that makes sense so certain these certain codons like certain <coughs> combinations of letters also give us a lot of information like there are specific codons that are always used in the beginning of a gene depending right. on your animal yeah that's right or your or your species and there's, uh, and there's like, a few different like beginning and a few, few different, different beginnings ones. and for, for example aug is like almost universal stop codon. Right, right. You know? So, um, but yeah, basically, it, it, that's what CRISPR does is, in humans, you can you can modify the CRISPR-Cas9. So CRISPR-Cas9 is like a combination of a protein and this thing called a guide RNA. So, like I said, like, the proteins are the things that kind of do everything inside the cell. Like, they're the workers of the cell, mm -hmm. right? Um, so basically this protein, which is like the case nine protein taken from bacteria, you incubate it in a sense with this RNA so strand. This case nine protein, has it already, already developed immunity against a certain thing that's desired? Well, the cell is going to develop immunity. The cell, the cell, the cell is developing immunity to something, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so you want to take that immunity that is so developed? Or? So the, the tool that the cell uses to get immunity yeah, is the case is nine. Case nine. That's, yeah. that's one way of thinking of it. That's, yeah. like that's about kind of how I'm thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. So <coughs> the same tool that the bacteria uses to give itself immunity from viruses, we can use to put any gene in basically almost anything we want. That's crazy. Which bacteria does that? I forget the name right now. Is it like a, it's is on the it tip one of my bacteria tongue. Is multiple bacteria? It's just like a family of bacteria. It's a family it's of bacteria. Like, uh, it's just on the tip of my tongue, like brain fart moment. Yeah, no worries. But, and uh, they, did they discover it? or? So like it's a bacteria that's been discovered for like a long time. And recently, uh, the uh, scientists who won a Nobel, pre uh, Nobel Prize this year, mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer, I think or, or you pronounce it Dauda or something, is her last name. Um she discovered this use of it her and her uh like lab mate whose name i also forget oh. they discovered this use for it to use it for genetic manipulation wow. like everyone knew about this protein but she was like oh hey like this protein like the, her field of study rather and like she put like the final kind of step on it is like 
oh hey you can use this protein to do a lot more like and now it's a very sound very like well-known way of doing it it's almost it's going to become common practice in like i think another five years that's insane because it's not even <coughs> i mean it's expensive so she for, just like, how did she figure it out i mean that's what research is like yeah, that's the that's the cool thing kinda, about research mm-hmm. you know when you're working in like industry and biochemistry your, your goal is really to make money that that's really is the central goal you're hitting targets to make money mm-hmm. but when you're working in academic biochemistry and doing genetics and stuff like that there when you're doing research you're really just in it for the pursuit of knowledge like your your purpose is to expand what mankind knows about a specific topic totally yeah so like a lot of times when you're doing research and even like the research i was doing my undergrad like you don't know if it's ever going to become useful you have no idea whether anyone is even going to give a shit about it or if it's really going to help anyone but you do it in the hope that like one day if like mankind needs this information or if someone finds something cool that it's there and like it just helps us keep getting a step forward in what we're capable of. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So people and are doing like all this kind of semi-random research. Semi-random yeah. research and some of them are just tangents. But <coughs> some of these tangents. Just... But a lot of it has to be funded, isn't Definitely. it? Definitely. And that's why if you read a lot of grants, you you realize that like a lot of a lot of biochemists will attach their research to things like cancer or like big problems because yes it can be used like this knowledge is applicable for those things but really you're doing it in the pursuit you yes we're going to figure this out but also just knowing more okay kind of okay at the same time. that's kind of the balance that's kind People of the balance. always kind of find a purpose right. for whatever research they're trying to and then you pursue. kind of have to like justify it and like this is how we can use it because that's of course the only way you're going to get someone to pay for it because like uh the quantum stuff like those generators cost like so much money so much money just for to like to see like oh what I, oh it exploded and wow it lasted for like a few picoseconds right. dude that's crazy <laughs> what is that but that's the type, that's the thing like you know like imagine how much random research went into someone finally like people finally got to a point where they were like oh we can build something like this yeah yeah and like that's that's what I miss kind of about research like being in a industry role in in this field <coughs> like biochemistry and genetics mm-hmm. is great i think cuz the money's pretty good and the jobs i mean they're pretty good jobs you go into work you know like most people you find people your age kind of doing similar things as you you know most of these companies now are very like uh i like to call it like google esque cool you yeah know, like, yeah yeah totally not not like bean bags and shit but like bean bags and shit vibe at least you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like they'll have a wicked snack kitchen you know like yeah, be pretty social key. companies ping pong like table ping pong tables there you go stuff <laughs> like that so like the jobs are fun in that sense you know because yeah. there's a lot of young people here and everyone wants to have fun right but you do I, at least i definitely miss that like just being in it for the pursuit of knowledge just being in it to like see just to know more kind of yeah you know? yeah yeah definitely that was cool i remember that in kind of the research end of it too people were doing like all sorts of experiments in the lab where i was working it was, yeah. yeah it was it was cool to like i remember one thing was really weird like he was trying to etch gold using like a chemical that like etched it in such a way that it would turn into like a brain like structure and he wanted to make a basically a conductive brain like structure to do something I'm like what the fuck is that <laughs> that's sick <laughs> right i want to do that 
I don't know what happened with that, though. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. But that's the thing in, like, academic fields. The money isn't there because you just, you're always kind of asking people for money. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, the problem. Yeah, I mean, if you're good at it, like, if you make it as a scientist, you get published in some good papers. You know, that, that really makes, that means you're kind of set. Yeah, it kind of gives you that ways. street cred. It gives you the street cred. It doesn't always give you the respect. To be honest, like, a lot of scientists, I think, are still kind of competitive. Like, scientists are very passionate, so, you know course when you have a group of passionate people like <laughs> there's always those kind of collisions in a sense yeah definitely the scientific community there's always you know yeah. counter arguments and people you know which is good that's what you yeah, need yeah that's what you need some people take I, mean, <coughs> I, I like to think i like the don't bring your work home type of you know ideology sure yeah. so i think that even like work tensions work tips as much as you can like keep it at work you know that makes sense like if i meet people i work with outside of work i would you know i feel like i would act very differently just because like whatever is at work is even if it's someone i don't have a great relationship with i would act very differently once we like leave that work environment you know sure 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 in like a good way or a bad way oh no definitely in a good way like fuck you yeah like fuck you like just going out of the parking lot you know hit Ah, feel much better. <laughs> That's good though. That yeah. Yeah, work relations is interesting, I guess, like knowing what a pro the professional line is and whatnot and inside and outside of work. So yeah. I kind of I'm kind of like just consistent. I feel like I'm just yeah. consistent across the board. Like in work, <laughs> out of work, I'm just kind of more or less the same. But I guess in work, I'm like more, you know, a little yeah. more focused in. I'm not really as chatty, but I can be if it's I can be too, going on, definitely. So. But I, I think that I'm guilty of like, um, like when I'm focused, if I have like a lot of work, I really don't want to be bothered by too many people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Especially just the nature of this work. Mm -hmm. You're under like a hood all day. And you're just, you know, doing this shit with these chemicals, pressing buttons and shit all day. Like, you just want to get fast, like get through it as fast as possible. So what buttons are you pressing? Are you trying to like, are you doing experiments? Or are you just like processing, like doing some process? That so because like standard. my, what I do is basically do the genetic modification. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the, like my job, a lot of what I do is I take the cells do the process called transfection and in transfection that's the process where you go in <laughs> insert put the, like case nine in there yeah case nine. fuck shit up fuck shit up right and you change the gene how much case nine do you put in well it depends on the amount of cells honestly uh case nine is an expensive ass uh protein yeah it seems like, like it would be it's super valuable not not for biochemistry world everything is expensive there like you're dealing with a hundred dollar fucking comfort mat sometimes but like case nine i think the vial we get is about this big mm-hmm I think it costs like four thousand five thousand i think maybe yeah something like that yeah that's pretty hefty and so that vial is it a liquid so basically it's like a liquid and it's just and the liquid with just has a suspension of that protein okay and what's the just concentration a bunch of that protein. i, I forget what concentration like, okay, okay. Is, 
like I have this stuff in when you're kind of in the work, so like the all paper. these numbers come back to you, even if you're not on the on the thing. Like you yeah. do all this mental math, but for some reason, the second I leave my work, I'm just like, I don't fucking know what these numbers were. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you kind of see them in random places. And, and can like, you remember. see it? Is it like no? Can you it's see too small. It's, it's, just it's clear? like a it's like a clear liquid, and then um, it's kind of like a clear liquid. Have you know those uh, Chinese jellies, the ones that have that uh, Chinese uh, fruit in it? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of clear, but like opaque-ish. You sure. Know? You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Aloe or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like grass. It's like the transparent kind of brother of like grass jelly. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So uh, when you take it out, it's frozen. It's super cold. So it kind of looks like that because um, you have to keep it super cold to keep it stable. Oh, okay. Um, and then you, what you do is you basically, so like the process behind it, if, if you want to go into that yeah sure yeah just All just right. brief just just super, a yeah, I won't get super yeah. technical doesn't happen but basically you take the protein uh-huh. and you mix the protein with the guide rna and the guide rna so the protein is going to fuck shit up change the genes but the guide rna is what's going to take that protein to, to those, the genes to where you want it otherwise it won't know where to go it'll just exactly, float right? just all randomly so this guy takes it there mm-hmm. and then you're going to take this combination clean up the cells you're going to take the cells clean them off the media how many types of RNA? There's mRNA. There's, like so many there's, different types. there's a bunch there's, of okay. There's like right. I think if you specific about it, there might be up to like ten or eleven type depending on how you're categorizing. Wow. Them. Okay. But gotcha. like the big, there's like three big ones, you know. mRNA. mRNA. Guide RNA. Guide RNA. And then um, I'm definitely forgetting one. Well, the RNA, the, the thing you use to read the proteins, mm-hmm. that's also RNA-based. So maybe it's that. Gotcha. Um, because that's RNA. like a protein and a <laughs> RNA combined. Same okay. thing going on here. So you combine the protein and the RNA, and that makes a ribonucleotide. And the ribonucleotide is what you put it on the cells, and that's what goes inside, changes the genes, and then you take the cells. They've been through a lot. The way you get it in them, like the way you get the gene, the protein into the cell, is you basically just zap the fuck out of the cell. Right. For like a split second. And then the messenger RNA gets it in there. It just goes inside. You basically just, like, with a fucking crazy amount of voltage. I don't even what? know how oh, much. Oh, okay, okay. I forget. Um, so they've been through a lot. So you put them in some fresh media, make sure they're nice, you know, calm them down a little bit and stick them in the incubator. And then that's, then you just wait. And then you do a bunch of other analysis later to make sure you did it right. And yeah. you're putting them in what kind of cells? Just any or? Depends what the, like for me, we get what borders. the job is. Yeah. So we gotcha. use a lot of stem cells, a lot of like mammalian stem cells, so like mouse cells, octopus cells. We get different types of shit. Cool. Human cool. cells. And so, so you'll just be putting, so in human cells, Yeah. what sort of like DNA would you be putting in human cells? So for example, um, you can use stem cells to like literally grow anything you want. Right. Right. They're undefined. Right. So you can use also, you can also use case nine to like start the expression of certain genes because think about it what you have is basically a protein and a guide rna so you have this protein that's going to fuck shit up it's like a bullet with dna right it's like a tracer bullet yeah it's like a tracer bullet, it's like tracer bullet. <laughs> yeah right? but you can like modify this tracer bullet to kind of do different things a little bit mm-hmm. so maybe instead of changing a gene you can also use it to turn a gene on or turn a gene off sure right because gotcha. you can use the same system where you're either you can delete one letter or like modify or adds, attach something to the letters that like starts the expression of the gene. Can you delete a lot of letters? You can delete a lot of letters and that's how you turn a gene off. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You, so you, you delete it so that whatever it makes just doesn't do anything. It just doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So in a human gene, like you could, let's say you have, there's a gene associated with cancer uh, and people who aren't expressing this gene, for example, they don't have cancer as much. You could do experiments. So we get orders in from a organization that's like experimenting with this shit. Mm -hmm. We get an order in they're like, hey, we want to see if this cell does this. If this gene does this, can you delete it for us or add it into this cell for us or whatever? And they were like, okay, bet, yeah, we can do that. So we either add the gene in or we delete the gene functionally. Okay, okay. And then, so you delete it and then to the stem cell? And then what happens to the stem cell? So after we delete it, we incubate it. <coughs> we let them grow a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then that same thing where I was talking to you about, like reading the DNA, the sequencing. Yeah. We run sequencing. Yeah. On it. And um, we use a few different types of guide RNAs because different guide RNAs go to slightly different positions. All this stuff, like when you get into the molecular part of it, kind of matters. So we see which guide RNA worked the best. We take that sample. We grow a bunch of it. And then we freeze it. Save a little bit for us in case the customer wants more of it. Mm -hmm. And then the rest we send to the customer. How long do they last? Uh, frozen, I mean, frozen samples can last almost in liquid nitrogen, like kind of indefinitely, honestly. Nice. I love it when things last indefinitely. It's yeah, my favorite. Keep them super cold. Yeah. Some sense. things, you know, it's going to be developed depending on what it is and how long it's been in there. It might be harder to like regrow, mm -hmm. but like Still technically it should be able to. Gotcha. And then, uh, so what does the cell like, is it like a mush or what is the it? The cells, we grow them. You can grow them in plates, uh -huh. in the agros plates. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of you grow them on like this really thick jelly. Yeah, but the agar, uh, agar, it's like jelly. an agar jelly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but we use uh, culture, so we have these flasks, and they're just full of liquid. Mm -hmm. And the liquid's oh, wow. kind of like um, like a red orange color, depending on the type of liquid. So we we used basically when you're using cultures, you define the cells in two ways. Mm -hmm. You have adherent and non-adherent, mm -hmm. or suspension, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Adherent ones, basically the plastic that labs used. They're specialized so that these adherent cells, they stick to the plastic. And they grow, they, like, these are cells that need a surface to grow on. Gotcha. Right? So that's like the, those type. Those are adherent. Those are like kind of red. It's okay. like a red-orange liquid. Whoa. And they just they grow like a, like a fungus kind of? They or grow like a, a film. film? Yeah. But it's such a thin, like you can't see it with the naked eye. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it doesn't yeah. even change the color? Wow. The the thing is, the more culture gets used up, the more yellow it becomes. Sure. But if your culture is yellow for an adherent cell line, you probably fucked up a little bit. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the suspensions, those are like a. Almost if you took piss but made it super less yellow and a super less pale and like super pale. Okay. Okay. Like imagine like yellow piss, but not yellow and very. Yeah, pale. like a little, very watered down piss. No, not like watered down. Like. Oh. Imagine it has the same, like, depth of that color, uh -huh. but instead of, like, it's like a cream pale color instead of the yellow. Is but it, that's like, how it's... opaque or something? Yeah, it's a little opaque. You okay. get what I mean? Like, sure. Um, I don't know if that was the best description, but mm. whatever. Kind of, like, imagine, like, a pale, super pale blonde beard. That's a much better one. Okay. That sounds... Okay. not fizzy. Flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that sounds a lot better. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. That's a good description. Um... Yeah. And so, so that's what you grow? You just, yeah, we just grow it in those. Oh, so you grow things in liquid form and in film form. Yeah, basically, yeah, cool. more or less. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. 
And then the companies that use the DNA or the cells that you grew, would they like? Because I know because there's like stem cell therapy for muscles yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So they would probably it's, take it. There's a bunch of different ways to kind of take it out of the frozen state. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, you're even looking at like what cell stage your cells were in, mm. what like growth stage they were in, and stuff like that. Like mitosis wise, or? yeah. Like mitosis is one part of one of the stages. There's like a cell life cycle, you know. So you're kind of looking at what age the cells are. Oh, because like uh, cells will do my like the human, like we're always doing yeah. mitosis, and right. then, but we get old. Yeah. Oh, okay. But even so, like so, like red blood cells last like three days, right? So mm-hmm. they have like a three day life cycle. After that, they just die. Do cell, red uh, blood cells do mitosis? Yeah. So all of those cells every die? cell Every cell does mitosis. There's so The reason people age isn't because your cells are getting old. Like, every day, even if I do this, probably wiped off like a fuck ton of cells off my forehead. That's not <laughs> even a big deal. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, it's the DNA Your cells are always being used. Yeah, there's like these things called telomeres at the end of your DNA. Mm-hmm. And as your cells divide the telomeres get shorter. Oh. So, like, aging has, like, super strong links in research... Uh, to telomeres. To, to the length of the telomeres. Oh, so if we can get our telomeres a bit longer... That's a lot of, like, aging therapy using genetics. It's kind of... All, it's all telomere and, like, structure-focused. I saw this weird thing on, uh... on my news feed, and it was, like, age therapy where they put them in an oxygen chamber for some amount of time or something. Yeah, there's different stuff like that. I don't know how much I believe in those types of things. Yeah, I was wondering if that had anything to do with telomeres, but I don't really remember them mentioning that word. <laughs> Not that I would re- would have remembered, I think. Yeah. The telomeres are always like getting copied too right yeah but so the way the telomere the way dna is copied mm-hmm. it uses telomeres it winds up it, and that, down the telomeres. the telomeres is like what's at the end uh-huh. of the dna strand kind of mm-hmm. so just cap. by the nature of how it happens <laughs> right it's like the it literally is the cap mm-hmm. just the nature of the process your dna as you get older just becomes a little shorter because the last step there's no like last step where like you add the final building piece and then you finish it and it's the exact same length. Like the way the chemical reactions happen, it just has to happen that one piece is left off every time. Oh what? So you're right? Yeah. Fuck crazy, right? <laughs> so <Never>. um, yeah, <laughs> no. so every time your cells divide Because when DNA, they divide, isn't it an exact copy? Like why is it one it's less? It's an exact copy except for that tiny little tiny little piece. What piece is that? The telomere That's the piece? end of the telomeres. The end of the telomeres got a little... So the shorted. DNA is kind of made of this phosphate backbone, right? That double helix. Yeah, that's right. So think of it as like that double helix, like those pairs, that ladder, one little chunk of that ladder just gets left off every time. <sighs> sucks, dude. Well, I guess, I mean, that's how aging works. You have to that's, have yeah, aging in the system. That's why aging sucks. You're just losing shit. You're losing your telomeres, losing your hair. But if we weren't to age, like, what a horrible world we'd be living. I, I, I think that, like, if you didn't age, you really would. Um, I think a lot of people would. Just be crazy people. Lose purpose. Like, you have <laughs> all the time to do everything, you know? 
like people who procrastinate wouldn't be procrastinators they would just be like eternal losers like myself <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah <coughs> I guess people would kill each other. That would be how to. Yeah, how I mean, I think die. people would suicide. They would have to either get killed <coughs> or commit suicide. Yeah. That'd be a more aggressive world, I think. Everyone <laughs> just killing each other a lot more. What if it just became like fair game to kill each other because that's the only way people died now? Right? That's pretty gnarly. I was thinking about it though. It kind of feels like uh, death means a lot more now than it did before. Like, I feel like before when people died, it was like, oh yeah. You yeah, know, he died. Like, no, yeah, no, definitely. It happens, you know? Yeah. Now it's like, what? What? What the hell? How's that possible? People die? <laughs> I didn't know people die. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, he got a fever, man. He's fucking passed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh okay. he got the fever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess don't tell that to a hospital worker. They see it yeah. all the time. It's constant. But that's the crazy thing. I bet, I mean, like, imagine how many things, like, even coronavirus have happened in the past that have probably just wiped out fucking communities, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of wiped out a lot of people, hasn't it? It's, like, a lot of deaths. Not communities. But I'm talking, like, we're back like, in the day. Like, we're, like, world-scale yeah, society you know, now. But, like, back in the day when you had more isolated communities or something, like, developed like this, you know? Because, like, if this thing came from a bat or, like, a live market or whatever, I'm sure, like, things like this have come up in the past, you know? And I bet, like, when you had smaller communities, there were times it just knocked them all out. Yeah. I mean, the Native Americans got knocked off. I mean, exactly. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, no, they really got fucking knocked off. That shit was cool. So, do you believe in aliens? Yeah, man, I'm not against it, honestly. Do you think there's aliens here on planet Earth now? No, I mean, I don't have, like, any evidence to, like, believe that, you know? Yeah. So, but... Do you think they were on planet Earth at one point? Yeah, I feel like I would need more <laughs> more evidence to, like, have, like... You would need more evidence. Yeah, to see that, like, there was some interaction between Earth and aliens, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say the pyramids... I don't know, man. Because I can't. Because apparently cause... we can't make that with our current technology. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. I feel. I, I feel like at the same otherwise. time, like <laughs> one shouldn't underestimate like the hum human ingenuity. Like yeah, people in the true. past really just understood the materials they worked with. You know what I mean? I suppose so. Like back home, some so. of the some of the buildings, not like in the city, but some of the temples and older buildings back home. Yeah. They they have like marble and stuff positioned in ways that like. Anyone who did it now would never attempt it because marble, like, because the marble is so heavy that it would fall. Mm. But these guys have it like completely chiseled into the roof, and it's really just held by wood and it's just held by the pressure. And Jeez. even after like all these years, this is like Mughal Empire time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's still like going strong, and people have like renovated it, drilled holes in it, 
but it's still like goes even though it makes no like technical sense. That totally makes I I see what you're saying there, but with the pyramids, I've heard that the tolerances that they made it with are just so small. We don't have tools that have the same tolerances. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> But I definitely think that, uh, like, I would find it hard to believe that we are really the only planet in this whole universe that has life, like, something comparable to life. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, because it's just Cause, massive out there. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Somewhere out there, there has to be something else that's like this. Like, because you saw that thing where they looked, they pointed the telescope at one piece of sky, the dark piece of sky for a while, and then they saw the was a bunch of galaxies yeah i mean and we're just we're in the milky way we're just one, one galaxy and a gajillion stars in the one galaxy and there's a gajillion galaxies too <laughs> so yeah i'd say chances are pretty high but it's just like everything so far i think uh like something i think about when i think about aliens and shit is that like what if like so our life is carbon based right mm -hmm. everything that's a living thing and like is used really by living things is is all carbon based really molecules mm -hmm. right no. so what if like life like did exist someplace else but it was just based off of something else like a yeah. different element or something like yeah, what if yeah, carbon yeah. is it's what like makes a gas they're like gas clouds like they can electrocute each other and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Right, they, they have like chemical compositions that vary upon their consciousness. Different things. <laughs> just, just something crazy, you know? Yeah. But, so, if... Uh, just to bring it back to aliens may have been here is... By the pyramids is... If I were to... If, if I was an alien and I would just to be like, all right, let me just, you know, show these humans what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I just make a pyramid like that. Just yeah, of, I would be impressed. Even today, if someone did that, I would be impressed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. But I also definitely think the government would hide it from us if there were, if the aliens existed and the government knew about it. Like Men in Black. Yeah, no, I definitely think they would hide it from us. I don't know, I don't so what's the percentage us. chance you think we're in a men in black situation? You think? <laughs> See, I just don't think there's been contact. Okay, so you think zero. So, well, I don't think zero. I, I'd okay. give it maybe 30%. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, 30%. I dig it. Yeah, that, probably those are fair really. odds. <laughs> That's a little higher than I would have expected, considering you're like, there's no... <laughs> evidence <laughs> because if it was men in black situation i wouldn't know you wouldn't know yeah right i i don't want to be like you know like but what about it. so what about those recent uh fbi or cia things that they were like oh yeah these are ufos we don't know we can't explain it and it's no, like they're just feeding fish you know what i mean you think so yeah, yeah, yeah. but why would they do that fuck it why not like you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking That's government weird. they don't have to explain shit <laughs> Maybe like no, someone it's like got, they're admitting. Maybe hey someone guys, got like I think too aliens. close to the truth, so they have to like discredit the whole thing and be super casual about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, maybe someone discovered aliens, and then they're like, "All right, all right, 
right. We killed this guy. And but... then we put it out. Yeah, and, and then we'll just let this video go out because we don't want to mass public panic, you know? Right. Well, we'll just be like, we told you, see? <laughs> we told like, you yeah, a while look, back. if there was something this we would tell you, news. look, we'll tell you, we saw something, you know? Yeah. Look at how transparent we are. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No, I would find it super hard to believe that they don't know what it was, bro. Like, these guys, some of their jobs is to literally look at blurry pictures and tell you what it is. <laughs> you blurry know what pictures. I mean? Like, whatever picture they're saying that they, it's an unidentified object. No, they I, put out three videos. I don't know, man. I feel like it's probably... Like, they either know it's just something in space, like a comet or something. No, they were the people in the jets, they were like, Oh, man, what is this? This is crazy speeds, blah, blah, blah. I don't think we're talking about the same video then. There's like three different videos. Alright, I have to look this up. We'll yeah. just, is it like on the NASA website or something? Yeah, I think it's just it's on, on the, the website. website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I might be thinking about a different video. Yeah. These guys are on jetpacks? Jetpacks? Jet planes, maybe. Oh, jet planes? I think so. Maybe fighter jets or something. Oh no, I don't think I've seen this one. This one looks sick though. And then there was one that was tracking one. It was like... He was like, oh, I got it. And then it was tracking it. I was like, what is that? It's going so fast. <laughs> and it was like not obeying the laws of physics or something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, if aliens exist and they're more advanced than us, we're fucked. Well, so this is kind of my theory. Because you know how you have, we have like uh, preserves, wilderness preserves? Like, that's kind of what we are to aliens. We're like a... Uh, preservation oh, so? thing so we're, they're not really allowed to come in and mess with us because we're not maybe we're not at the level where we can be messed with you know we're like babies you know and they're like yeah oh, see, no, that's what don't... i mean that would suck if it's <coughs> like that yeah like a rick and Morty we're situation, completely like, dominated yeah no, that, would, that would suck <laughs> but i don't think it sucks i mean it is what it is, right? I mean, like, here we're top dog. You go from top dog to, like, catfish. You're a bottom feeder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, like, in our... That's, like, in Earth terms, right? That's, in like, in the predatory world of, you know... Oh, you're saying, like, every like things, like, societies would be so different. Yeah, maybe society like is just different. Well, maybe not, though. What if it's just, like... What if it's just, like, this, just but like just this bigger? There too, you know what I mean? <laughs> What if, uh, what would be like, we're like, we'd be a Native American preserve? Not really, because we haven't been like, we haven't had alien contact. Unless we had pyramids. Unless we had pyramids. In which case, the alien contact, if it happened then, and they enslaved us. <laughs> yeah, what if like capitalism is a I kind of dig that theory though, though that crazy. human beings were evolve like we were made yeah. to be slaves or something like you know because we're make robots and stuff which we do to make things easier for us so you know if you have the technology you could just grow your own right, right, right. thing that has you know it just does what you tell it to do <laughs> and it can figure shit out <laughs> what if like we're just a guinea pig for like capitalism by aliens that's like what they're testing yeah they could be testing their own like society, society on this damn that'd be crazy it's the only thing that makes sense though (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that's a good conversation to end the podcast on. It's also getting dark as hell. Yeah, and it's cold. So. <laughs> that was fun though. Let's see if it. The video's still going.